Smartly Uneducated is hands down the greatest podcast in the world. But be warned, this one is not for the faint of heart. With topics ranging from true crime to conspiracy theories, this podcast doesn't shy away from violence or controversial content. Their slogan, Oh, we're going to Pluto to see alien titties. Or, and suck on it till you get some raw milk. Isn't just a catchy tagline. It's the truth. These hosts have a world of knowledge that expands across the cosmos. If you are looking for a podcast that will make you laugh, make you think, and make you reevaluate your life choices, tune into Smartly Uneducated and join the Uneducated Madness. Anyways, welcome to Smartly Uneducated. We have a special guest with us today, Mr. J. How's it going? It took me a minute to remember your <laughs> It did nickname. for a minute, yeah. I had to it's, think about that. Sorry for peeking the mic already. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It didn't take long. Um, but yeah, so welcome, my dude. Glad to be back. Yeah. Samesies, right? Samesies. Mr. Evan, there you are. And we are going to feature, we have a very sp- Hello, uh, everybody. S- special feature about Mr. Wiz right now. And that's the fact that... Uh, you have the old mustachio. Oh yeah, as preach as uh, previously mentioned, uh, I feel like Tom of Finland right now. Um, but welcome to the podcast, everybody. Uh, I got a mustache and I'm ready to fucking go, dude. I feel like Burt Reynolds and Knight Rider. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Anyways. So today's episode, we're going to be doing... Should, should we do that again? <laughs> what... no, 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 fuck you. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're, we're 100% fine. We're 100% fine. But today Moving we're... Moving right along. Yeah. So like we said a couple weeks ago, or a couple episodes ago, we were going to do Project Naomi and Delta. And unfortunately, with these two projects, though, there is a lot less information. Well, some there's a lot less. It's it's limited in different areas of what information there is to get. Um you know, like unlike MK Ultra, right? Even though they tried to destroy the paper trail on that, these are projects, offshoot projects from MK Ultra, um, and they are documented. It's just the documents that I've come across from researching aren't as fruitful as the MK Ultra ones that got leaked. Yeah, I mean, when you destroyed. told me the topic, I mean, I tried to look up what I could just so I didn't come on here looking like an idiot, but. I mean, it's it's very limited. I mean, it's very similar to the process of MK Ultra from what I could see. But uh, I'd like to see what you were able to drum up about it. Yeah, it, it's more of um, it's more of like it's hyper focusing in certain areas of MK Ultra. Like they got mm-hmm. they you know, they took one part of it and then they hyper made a project specifically for those parameters and kept it in that that box. Yeah, you know. Um, but the, the, yeah. So anyways, let's just jump right into it. Um, unless you have anything you want Is there anything you want to input, I mean, Mr. Evan? I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. So it's a, isn't it referred to as Project Artichoke is what it, it's the Bluebird as well? Or am I thinking of a different it's sort different. of MK? Um, well, they're similar. I came across okay. what you're talking about just now. I came across stuff about that, but that's actually a completely separate program, an entity. There's actually like gotcha. eight, I came across um, eight other programs that are very similar and somewhat related to MK Ultra. 
And when you say similar, you mean like what they used to test, kind of like how MKUltra was big into using LSD and things yeah, of that like nature. Yeah, they took, they took drugging people yeah. unwillingly and things of that nature. Yeah, they took information from, um, they took information from MKUltra. Mm-hmm. And the two main projects that came out of that for like, like full bull, full blown, like entities like to have a big scope, but right. from one part of the data is Naomi and Delta. And then there's like a litany of others that are like sub projects, but they're like, inf- the reason they were created were from results from another project. And then some results from like, you know, Delta and Naomi and MK ultra. So it's like, they're all kind of intertwined, like basically off the data and results that they got from those, but they're very so separate. When you refer to it uh, being kind of like off from that is like what I recall on MK ultra is you know of course it's like a cia government you know um plan that they're executing but they were in hospitals they were in universities they were in uh set up in their medical divisions things of that nature so that they could unknowingly dose people Mm -hmm. um and just kind of observe the effects of how it happens i mean charles manson um the unabomber things that those people were Mm -hmm. you know subjects of that now Naomi and Delta are those continuations or is that where they just you know kind of went off like do you think there's still a possibility they're still in universities they're still in hospitals they're still performing these tests just maybe not in the same capacity um yeah so they're they're so basically just to land the plane on overall of your question yeah it's basically taking the effects of utilizing drugs and other means for mind-altering Right, you know specifications, but they also like they they fine pointed like that area, so it's like hyper focused into just that lane, and it's not like a broad spectrum of mind control. It's just that aspect, and then so let's let's let's, let's, how about this? Why don't we just go through uh, Delta, and then that will you know what I mean, and then we'll just go into Naomi and everything like that. Are you ready, Mister Evan? We'll just just go. Yeah, yeah, that, that's perfectly fine. I'm over here just reading uh, news articles about different topics that are going on in the world. You know how I like to read up and offer our listeners some interesting insights to the world around us, but we can get into that later if you'd like. Yeah, fuck the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't get over it. Now you have like that stern um, stepdad, but you're like the 70s stepdad that you might like try to touch me when I'm asleep. Oh, don't do that right when I say that. Come see, on, my what he, man. What he needs is a set of glasses that are halfway shaded so you can still see the eyes, but it's kind of deceptive, you know? A full-on oh, yeah. 70s look. Oh, yeah. And then a Coors, you know, or a Miller Lite. Yeah, Coors Lite, heavy. Yeah. Um, anyways, let us uh, jump in. You care if I take over and just start doing it? No, not at all. You go right ahead. All right, so just to give kind of background, and this is for Project Delta. So, basically, everything started out, like, these are all birthed during the Cold War. And so, basically, how it's connected to MKUltra is that basically the whole entire uh, emphasis of Project Delta was basically taking the objectives of MKUltra that were, like, aimed at, you know, developing advanced interrogation and mind control techniques, um, Basically, the hyper focus of it was to enhance that even farther for further, like more in depth, successful interrogation methods. 
um, and basically refining the full psychological and like chemical and biological methods to manipulate, um, control and extract information from whomever they're doing it to. Um, that was the whole entire focus of Delta. Um, it even went into like, what technologies can we use to even enhance this even farther? Like what other technologies can we bring in to, um, enhance those interrogation mind control techniques other than just using drugs right. and psychological um, manipulation. Like, is there a technology we can also bring into this and adapt it all together? Um, hence, microwave guns, um, which goes back to Project Pandora. But they, Delta created from some of the stuff I saw, and it's all loose. It's loose-based, and that's just because, you know, the paper trail is hard to get a hold of. But it's also... Right. Um, has the, uh, um, what was it? I'm sorry. It also has the alteration of frequencies. So they, they developed a gun in this one, a, a technology for pinpointing a different frequency with a microwave based weapon, but strictly for hitting certain frequencies that resonate in different parts of your brain, not just affecting your brain's vibrational frequency. It pinpoints a particular frequency for certain lobes of your brain. So it's for us, for me and other lamers out there, what is the main difference between Project MK Ultra and Project MK Delta? The honestly, the main difference is MK Ultra was a wide spectrum, right? They just were trying everything, <laughs> and it was like. Like, because we already did the episode, right? So you already mm -hmm. know most of that stuff. I do know. Basically, it was a broader spectrum. Whereas in Delta, they hyper-focus strictly on taking how chemicals, hence drugs, right? When I say chemicals, I'm referring to drugs. How chemicals and psych psychological type warfare mixed with some form of technology, you know, where they could inc incorporate technology into it. To where they made a more finite blend um, and more efficient method, where it just hyper focused on that. Whereas in MK Ultra, it was a very broad spectrum. They were just they were willing to try everything, and so they would mix like make these crazy cocktails and stuff. This was hyper focusing on just the creating a cocktail of chemical and psychological induced um, results. And were they still gotcha. dosing? <clears throat> excuse me were they still dosing like random civilians yes. uh without their work, yeah like that was still happening um because so let me go ahead and read in that because you brought that up so basically all of the ethical type implications and you know harmful experiments done on humans um were done without people's knowledge in this one there was never consent with delta Everything I came across, there was never once even a volunteer program because MK Ultra had a volunteer basis, right. but they also had people that there was not a volunteer. Yeah, they just had random people that they were just dosing inside yeah. of. This, no volunteers. This was all covert. So they were doing it to people who had zero knowledge, zero awareness. Random people. Could have been you, could have been me on the street right. that they were doing it to. Yeah, if you walked um, into a clinic or you know signed up for a study not knowing 
you know, it might say one thing, but they were really, you know, yeah. government agency that's actually testing you with this. Yeah. And they were doing it to, I mean, not just Americans, they're doing it to everyone around the world. So they were obviously doing it to people in countries they consider the threat. Um, there's a couple I came across where it referred to people that were of political influence in mm -hmm. other countries, um, people we considered enemies and blah, blah, blah. So it's like they were doing it to everyone, but no one knew about it. This was there's no consent here. We're just going to do whatever the fuck we want because Delta came out during the birth, like 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 midway to three quarters through the run of MK Ultra. But no one knew about it. So whenever they had to destroy the evidence of MK Ultra, and that dude ordered it in like what 1972 or three, do you remember? It was like 72 or 73 when oh. MK Ultra ended. Yeah, it was supposed to be like disband. Yeah, and the guy, the the guy who was uh, one of the mil the people who were involved in it, ordered all documents be destroyed because yeah. word got out. Yeah. Well, no one ever knew about Delta because it was completely kept separate on paper from MK Ultra. And it was fully classified, so no one knew about it. So, yeah. And they learned their lesson as well, because when that happened, they stopped documenting Project Delta on a official database line. So that's sounds, also it's, why it's It sounds to like to me that once they figured out that MKUltra worked, they're like, okay, so these kids like listening to LSD and music, and now we can control their mind by certain frequencies. Let's go ahead and do this and a national level and really ruin the rest of the world based around what we want. If I'm, am I mistaken in that theory? No, you're not wrong. Um, I mean, because there is also a, think oh. that, I mean, in theories, like along with that, like to go off of yours, Evan, I mean, if they really wanted to use that to manipulate an entire, you know, society, you know, say within the United States or, you know, in impeding countries, anything like that, I mean, you could infect mm -hmm. their food source, you know, they're broadcasting. Yeah. I mean, same things that, you know, you could say we're dealing with yeah. today as to when things had a rapid change, you know. Well, if yeah. you develop a system to where you can impact millions of people rather than just a few, you know. Yeah. Well, there was, and to play on the both of what you're saying, there is a conspiracy. And this one, I don't think it's loose-based. It's just there's not really a paper trail to follow. So being able to say, hey, we know this for a fact, kind of hard to do but it's not hard to imagine it because it's pretty realistic so yeah. one of the things was that you notice how there's a huge um music change between the 70s and 80s yeah. and it went into that synth which is puts off particular frequencies well mm -hmm. a lot of synth wave frequencies idle around very similar frequencies just in a different spectrum as the stuff they were doing mk ultra and, M and mk delta um, and so the conspiracy is, is that the music industry starting in somewhere like basically when the 80s music came into place for that synthwave stuff, apparently that was the conspiracy is that that was government induced. They intentionally because, you know, think about the to music, try and manipulate. think about the record labels that own everything. Right. Well, I mean, the way I'd see it is like, I mean, I guess if they did that during the 80s. You know, you think of what music was during like the 60s and 70s, which was very rebellious. You know, music was a way for people to really rebel and say what they wanted to say, and they could be outspoken against a government. And then mm -hmm. if you can come in and you can control that, kind of like you control media or, you know, television or anything else and what they're allowed to say and broadcast, you can do the same thing mm -hmm. and kind of silence the oh, ones yeah. who want to speak up.
Hundred percent. Careful now, you're starting. You're starting to sound like uh, Hitler's regime over there. <laughs> but hey, real the, quick, just to expand upon, just to give the detail, of that last bit of that conspiracy is that apparently, ever since that happened, that is carried through to today. So hence why mm-hmm. musicians who make music, the ones that are actually good, are not on mainstream media. Like they're not on these big corporate right, underground like, artists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you'll notice, like, there was a guy, he had, there's a YouTube video out there where it shows that this guy took, and you can do it with any, like, music mixer. You just open up the audio channels, like, all, every single audio, and you listen to, or you, you play it, and you can take any mains, most mainstream, all the big popular artists, you put it through there, there's a certain decibel frequency that they all resonate at that. So have you seen those videos where the guys will take uh, large numbers of popular songs over like the course of two decades and they'll basically line them all up next to each other and say, hey, these songs are all the same song. Just a few things are different. Maybe some lyrics are different, but it's like, you you know, the chords that they play, everything, it's mm-hmm. like an identical version of what's already been created, yeah. you know? I'd like to drop mm-hmm. one more conspiracy. Um, and it has to do with it. it. It's like intertwined with the music thing. So they say when you have artists, so you know, uh, uh, like Kurt Cobain, mm-hmm. supposedly a suicide. And then all of a sudden you've got like, um, um, what, what was his name again? The lead singer of Alice in Chains. Oh. Um, yeah, the, the heroin guy. Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm, Chris. I'm, I'm thinking of Chris too, but it's not. Uh, Corwell or Corn- Cornell. Cornell. Cornell, yes. Chris Cornell, sorry. So he, so supposedly, this is part of the conspiracy, right? Mm-hmm. That, or it's a separate conspiracy, but within this one, that artists that have suicided out of nowhere, like Chester Bennington, yeah, all this stuff, they say it's because the music that they were creating and the musical influence they had, because if you listen to their music, like Nirvana was a perfect example, they didn't use any of those frequencies. It was all grunge. People had never seen or experienced uh nirvana type music at the time yeah and then they went big because of just they were awesome so people were like oh wow this is awesome and there was a lot of big fuck yous happening between kurt cobain and the record labels and that's a fact like he was always like giving them the bird even though he had a record label but do you think and, that has to do with like the same thing we're talking about or just the fact of power oh, and money? You and, know oh, I mean? no, there's that. Like I said, these are conspiracies. Like, there's right. no paper trail. So with those, it's like. I'm just saying you could probably sway that over towards like the, you know, like Tupac and Biggie, you know, being slayed down and how they say it's all the record nah, labels. That's, just, that a gang, that's just a gang shit. I'm just <laughs> saying in reference, you know, all the conspiracy theories around those deaths yeah. i mean when cornell died when um you know cobain died when bennington died they all came out as suicides and everyone said from the beginning they weren't suicides yeah you know and they 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 all said that they were part of different you know um either Things charities with child or trafficking either like with child trafficking or with it. something to where it's like these guys were involved with trying to expose yeah. something and then all of a sudden they die and they were depressed but anyways yeah that, that was it it was yeah. just that that conspiracy and then that kind of intertwined with it but anyways back to you evan because you wanted to say oh something. hey uh, you, i usually want to say something usually uh the allison chains lead singer his name is actually lane staley um he Died about? Chris Cornell. Two. Chris Cornell is not the lead singer of oh, Alice in Chains. We're, we might be thinking of the wrong band. 
I think I'm thinking of the wrong band. Chris Cornell is the lead singer of Soundgarden. 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 Oh, Soundgarden. <laughs> um, Lane Stanley, he died two, they didn't find his body for two weeks. Uh, so it's very possible that Lane Stanley just died from a heroin overdose and nobody oh, yeah, found yeah. him for a long time. Yeah. I wasn't uh, trying to say that, you know, this is a real conspiracy. Like there's actual truth to it for the narrative of, of uh, MK Delta or anything of that nature. It was just a conspiracy I came across, and it was, uh, there was no paper trail, nothing. I mean, Chris Corn so. Chris Cornell's death this would be more cons conspiracy side because he hung himself, and he didn't seem his lyrics didn't seem like the type of guy to be doing that sort of thing. But he also besides was the point, on saving children from trafficking. So that was yes, that he was. But that's the same thing with the Chester Bennington from Lincoln yep, Park. Yep, you know, yep. same thing. Yes. Hung himself and didn't seem suicidal and was trying mm -hmm. to help. You know, with child trafficking, and then all of a sudden, this guy's dead. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, yeah. So the project MK Delta is not aligned with the B fifty two Project Delta, is it? <laughs> Sorry, go. Can you repeat that last part? You said B what? B fifty two. Yeah. So the bomber? project M project <laughs> MK Delta is not aligned with Project Delta, but with the B fifty two. Is it? Because there's a Project Delta from nineteen sixty four to nineteen seventy with the Special Forces, Air Force, so on and so forth around the world yeah. uh, in the Vietnam War. Yeah. Well, you're gonna love this. Oh, sorry. W was that it, or did you have something else? Sorry, I didn't mean it. Well, I mean, I mean, no, you're, 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 you're fine. I mean, I know that. Yeah, I'm just asking a, a basic question. I know that MK Delta was meant to like use as in, like an interrogation purpose to get into the mind of an individual. They'd play some like bass frequency, uh, kind of like what we did whenever we went to the um, meditation chamber in uh, Texas. To Three waves, yeah. With theta waves, very similar in that regard, right? The proper frequency to get you in the proper mindset to tell the truth or uh, understand why you're being harassed and things like that, right? So, yeah, um, I'm I'm just wondering if they are aligned together in any way, Project Delta and Project MK Delta. I mean, they might be. I have no idea. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if there's they're connected, like they're cousins or some shit. Well, I mean, they're know? right around the same time. I mean, if he's saying yeah. that the uh yeah the other one is is like special forces yeah. units in vietnam oh they, they're very po they're, they may be one in the same it's just it could be like compartmentalized right like it's just a different compartment within delta or it's a way you cover up what your yeah. mk delta project is which is dosing people unknowingly you know by yeah. having another one labeled the same thing yeah it's a way to like deter you to go down the wrong track right yeah, yeah, you could easily just show paperwork and say, "Oh, that's just this is just a Delta team that we created." You know, don't even worry about it. Yeah, and then nobody's gonna be the wiser on the other one. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. But I'm gonna so there's so Delta between Delta and Naomi, Delta has less information. It was way less information, so it's kind of more generic talk. But I will say that um, when it comes to uh, Delta, basically. The whole point of it was to test biological and chemical agents that would uh, for, you know, assist technological advances into psychological mind control and brainwashing. And I know I kind of said that earlier. And, you know, and then there's like field testing of it. And the, the problem is, is that a lot of the field testing of Delta, there's not a true paper trail. You can come across some declassified documents that actually have Delta as the name in it. Um, and these were leaked documents 
and then re- and then immediately like someone leaked them, then they got pulled back, right? And, and classified again, or no? And then when the Freedom of Information Act, Freedom of Information Act happened, people like you know the internet heroes out right. there, the trolls in the basement who are secret heroes for some some areas, they were like, hey, where's this? We know this is a real fucking document, and so they released it. And it's all blacked out. You can't oh, the read whole shit. whole thing's been redacted. Yeah, they went and re, re yep. They basically, since it got leaked and it was unfiltered, now it's all redacted. So all the copies that I've come across, majority of it's redacted. So you don't really have shit. Oh. There, there's no actual fruit to pull from it, you know, of like aligning right. it with something. But it does say Project Delta, uh, MK Delta. It does have MK Delta in there saying that this is what we're talking about. And the reason why that even exists... What was that? Or sorry, what? Do you mean MK Naomi? No, Delta. Oh, okay. okay. Delta. Wait, was I on the wrong one? No, I, I thought we were transferring oh, over to MK I'm Naomi. Sorry. I'm sorry. We we bounced back and forth. That was Delta. I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, or Naomi. I'm, yeah. Wow, I just fucked that up because I was thinking of, because we were jumping back and forth for a second. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you know what? Enough of this jumper. Let's just get through Delta so there's not any of this overlap where we end up talking about the wrong fucking project and then saying it's that project. So um, the one, if you're looking for it, it's down here. Easier for you to read if that helps. Um, So the whole point of it was to manipulate control, extract information from individuals. That's blatantly what it was. So, and that's for uh, Delta. Now, the... Any kind of details on all this stuff, like I said, heavily redacted if there is a paper. It's not like MKUltra where there's actually a decent amount, even though 99.9% of the documents were destroyed. The ones that bled through the cracks proved to bear a bit of fruit, you know, because they were dumb enough to document everything then at the time, unlike the other projects where they chose to, like, keep it more secure. Right. Um, Now... When it comes to um, the uh, let me let me pull this down. So just to clarify, so with everything being so fucking secretive, um, it's like I said, it's very hard to differentiate between like what's verified as a fact, and, you know, and what's speculation, or if there's misinformation campaigns happening about it, because that is something that happened with. Uh, MK Ultra and Pandora, where they would push misinformation campaigns, yeah. and they, they found out that that was true that they were pushing misinformation campaigns, full propaganda to make people think that when some things got leaked that were true, they would immediately think it's bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. To the general populace, um, yeah. So I'll it, think. In, yeah, I'll, I'll start off with MK Naomi, uh, if you don't mind. Um, there's well, I have a whole conspiracy thing. I have a, a, if we're going to talk about Delta, or sorry, not, but yeah, sorry, Delta, since that's what we're talking about, I have a whole fucking uh, deal of, for that project that has to do with the conspiracies. If we're going to do Delta, we need to do Delta and be fucking done with it. So, we need to cover everything. Let's hear him. Let's hear him. All right, so... Most of it often focuses around basically alleged successes in mind control techniques, suggesting that the project developed methods capable of remotely, remotely 
influencing or controlling individuals. Hence, like I said, they brought in the whole technology factor. Like, how can we bring these two together? This aspect with some form of technology advancement, hence frequency guns, you know, through microwave mm-hmm. uh, shit. Um, and the thing was is that they developed, uh, other than remotely influencing controlling individuals, you know, and their actions and thoughts. So apparently they can control their, they're physically control them. Um, due to these vibrational, because it would put your, it would make your conscious basically go into like a hibernation mode. So how and are it was they like a subconscious control? How are they, I guess, distributing these frequencies to the individual to have them in control? I mean, did they have to have them in an enclosed space, or could they do it from distance? Because you said they could remotely do it yeah. and control the person. Satellites. So how would that? So I mean, okay, if you had a satellite, I'm just saying, though, and it's, I know it was a joke. It was a joke. I I'm just no wondering. Idea. I mean, if you produce that frequency, and it's focused on one individual, how do you target that individual without doing a populace? Like, well, if you're trying to. That's when we talked last episode. Me and Evan were talking about it. They what was the name of that project, Evan? Do you remember the one that supposedly um, is the replacement of MK Ultra that's going on today? Oh God, I think it's like Project. Monarch? Oh, Christ, I forget what it was. Was it Monarch? Yeah, I think it was Monarch. I think it was something of that nature. I've, I had it pulled up earlier this morning, so I was I looking into remember. it again. Um, I can, actually, I have it over here in our chat. Let me just do this real quick. But supposedly, um, while he's looking that up, supposedly, just to answer your question. Project Pandora? No, Pandora is... That's not... No, we did... No, that's not Pandora. Pandora is what boosted all these off because of their findings in microwave uh, frequencies. Um, but basically... To answer your question, there are documents that have leaked, and the name of the project is very hearsay. Like it's Project it's, Bizarre, huh? Project Bizarre, right? No, I think it was Monarch or um, like Rainbow or something. Hmm. I don't fucking remember. I thought it was Project Bizarre, but um, yeah. So I mean, that 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 sort of ties into like direct energy weapons based around Tesla as well. So yeah. they use that technology to hyper focus individual rays. There was one in Project Pandora, a pure diagram they even showed of how it how it works. It shoots out into a cone, and then they were talking about how they wanted to figure out a way to pinpoint it more onto certain individuals, which yes. they eventually got around to doing. And so that's yep. how they're going to be able to do it specifically on an in, yeah. on one individual um to answer casey's question though the the weapon that they've developed now that they have now they can you could be in a crowd of people and it's a gun it's so it's compact yeah it's just like shooting a gun you just target it target the person you make sure you have line of sight like you do your thing and you you they can shoot you up to a, like i think it's like i think it was like over 100 yards away yeah, it's they, 150 yards. Yeah, 150 yards away. That's how effective it is in one of these leaked documents. That you could be in a crowd of people shoulder to shoulder in downtown Dallas or some shit, right? On a busy fucking day at lunchtime, walking around, and they can directly only affect you. What are the what are the effects from it? And they can do it to a large group of people at once to do the same thing. Like they can control so the, uh, mass groups. The effects so, so the human body emits electricity and already emits frequencies, right? So yeah. that's how you're able for your heart to run. That's how your brain thinks is through electricity. So they're able to change that frequency in your brain to release trauma and like increase your energy and how you are able to communicate. And it makes you pissed off. It makes you mad. It makes you 
lash mm-hmm. out in anger to fight and go chaos. That's can, that's what it does. So yeah. When a it, random individual goes on a murder spree or something of that nature and everyone's like, I don't understand what happened, you know, you're saying yeah. those kind yes. of similar side effects where someone just becomes engulfed with rage and homicidal thoughts. And, and that's not even including the fact that they can put basically submit basically like uh, uh, suggestions to you. Right. Yeah, much like MK Ultra though was trying to you know persuade people through suggestion and drugs you know mm-hmm. to get them to think or do something. I mean that's again Charles Manson, mm-hmm. you know, and you know that whole scenario with that. Yeah. But what were you gonna say? So Adam? it goes it, it, so it goes down a ladder, right? So MK Ultra they tried to figure out what drugs affects the human brain, and then they did studies on it based around LSD, um, mescaline, different sort of psychotropic effects and then they figured out that it's just once you take these drugs to become more adaptable to certain environments they found that frequency in that like electricity your brain runs at and now they can harness that and pinpoint that just to change it's like a specific person and you're more vulnerable to persuasion Mm -hmm. absolutely so there's a benefit and a negative to having a frequency change um Tesla, there are studies that Tesla had that shows that frequency can help regenerate your cells and help regenerate your like your health and your organs and fix mm-hmm. literal cancer in your body. So there are side effects that are positive and negative. It just depends on what frequency they want to aim it to. Mm-hmm. And what the intention so, is. Yep, yep. It, entirely correct. So they, they'll have MK Ultra. They figured it out. So they're, okay, cool. Let's do this. Now they get MK Delta. Perfect. Now we can do it only on, I don't know, Hitler. Make him mad and go kill a bunch of innocent people or go point it at Hitler was not Mussolini. Right. I know. If you think like a school shooting or something or a mall shooting or one of those mass shooting events like the one in Las Vegas at that concert, you know, I mean, yeah. if you did yeah. that to one of those individuals who... Again, if you look at the history of those people, like they weren't big gun enthusiasts and things of that nature, but all of a sudden they have amassed this arsenal and this plan and all these innocent people they're going to go kill. And then you have a situation where when they talk to those family members, friends of the person, they're like, oh, yeah, we never knew anything was wrong. It's like, well, if you target an individual like that and you do that, Mm -hmm. you know, you could get someone who is perfectly normal one day and is shooting up a mall the next. Yeah, but I, I, I gotta say before we move forward, I every time that we sort of do more and more research on these projects and these declassified, really messed up things that the government and other organ, organizations are doing, I keep going back to our guy Yuri Bezmenov. The this yeah. everything this guy was talking about is so unbelievably true and like in your face that it's shocking reality. It's so scary that people are becoming desensitized to violence. So the more stabbings, killings, shootings we have, people are like, yeah, whatever, it's just another fucking Wednesday. I mean, everything he said is like in effect right now at full mass, you know? I mean, just like you said, people's desensitization to like the violence, like it's broadcast in front of you on a daily basis. Like if you have Instagram or any of these things, like you can't go on there and say something political or voice your opinion without being, you know, just disbarred from them but they can show someone being murdered no problem all day long or yeah, I follow on instagram i follow a insta i follow a page that is just about like tacomas like the, the truck tacoma 
And there was one video they posted the other day of a guy driving his truck and he hit somebody and they're like, Tacoma's built tough. I'm like, what the fuck? You're just supposed to be trucks. What yeah. is this? <laughs> Why? What is this? <laughs> um, the, what was it? There was a, um, to, to just expand upon with the whole, um, because we're we still on Delta, right? Because we were talking about uh, yeah. that. So uh, I want to back up real quick to the, the technology aspect because then we can move on to Naomi because we're there's not much else to really flesh out because we don't have uh, verified evidence. But to push on to what I was telling you, they can pinpoint you, but they also have the capability, and this is in an official document, they can target a large mass of people. Large mass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mass hysteria, um, right? Is that what happened at the Miami mean, Mall? Even just, well, no, apparently. it's Remember, it's so effective, supposedly, that they can influence an entire group of people on one narrative. Hence, look at the massive, like, I, I always draw the line into, like, look at the massive divide in the country. Look at the different little clicks, giant clicks we have. Like, the whole, uh, and I'm not trying to bash on gay people. It has nothing to do with gay. It's just the community itself of, like, the LGBTQ, whatever, the over-extremism of it, um, where they're on the crazy side, right? Or, or, you know, anyone who's on an extreme of anything well, I mean, it, is it, fucking psychotic. Well, and that doesn't just go towards, yeah. like, the LGBTQ. I mean, I know, if you I think know. of how look high at the left, racism look at the right. is. Oh, yeah. You uh, know, just things of that yeah. nature. I mean, there's so many different categories to where it's like there's a huge yeah. division right down the middle. I know, but the reason I reference the LGBTQ community is only because on the extremism part of that community, where it that becomes toxic and bad, that birthed in such an alarming rate out of nowhere to where even common sense conversation can't even exist in those extreme minded individuals head. And it's in a large, it's in become a large populace. So like what I'm trying to get at is that if they were targeting people and they can do it to a group of people and they do it in segments, they can push a particular narrative and create these individual entities in our culture and society and world. So that's all I'm trying to get. Hence but, why the extreme, you have like extreme left where they lost their mind. Extreme right where right. the, the, the right wingers have lost their fucking mind. It's on all spectrums. But I'm, what I'm saying is that it's not beyond considering that this may be the reason these exist in such large and in your face spectrums is maybe due to an external influence. Hence stuff like this where the fact that we know they can target people and make them do shit. Well, but at the same time, um, kind of the way I see it is like if you you don't have to have a large mass that you have to convince in that nature. I mean, in, in all hindsight, most people in this world are going to be sheep, you know, and they're going to follow the herd wherever the herd is told to go. But if you get a few people who have influence convinced that this is the right way, you can get masses to follow simply out of fear um, of like the cancel culture. When the cancel culture came around during COVID and everyone was being canceled, everybody just followed suit and fell in line. You didn't have to go and, you know, manipulate their mind to think that way. You just had to put fear in them. You know, you're going to get canceled. You're going to lose your job. You know, you're going to be blackballed. You said the word of curse, the one unforgiven word. Now we're going to be in the algorithm. <laughs> oh, no. 
Evan, I can't say I that the, word. I saw the panic in Evan's mustache. It started quivering. <laughs> it was trembling. trembling. It was trembling. Yeah, yeah there it goes. It was like it was like oh fuck. It was mainly the ends, bro. It was like right here. I could see him starting to curl. Yeah, you know? it was. It was here in the ends. It like went oh. <laughs> the middle stayed completely still. It was the sides. It was like oh shit, bro. Oh oh wait, let me get the camera. On. Oh oh yeah, that was it. That right there. That's perfect. <laughs> and then the dick came in the screen. <laughs> ah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, that's, no, not, that's not okay. I, I didn't mean to uh, <laughs> cut you off. Casey. I mean, I was just saying, I mean, there's, I, I think when it comes to those kind of like tests and that they do is like, again, if you can get a small group of people to really hyper-focus on that by changing their ideology or manipulating it to now think that this is the proper way to be, mm -hmm. a lot of those people who are going to follow suit are going to follow suit simply just because of the fear factor but a lot of people you oh, could yeah. get you know you could definitely get with that to change that mindset so it's like mm -hmm. if you wanted to do a large populace i mean look at texas texas is the standout state whenever it comes to saying no to everybody else conforming and doing what they're told you want to get a large populace here to follow suit you know mm -hmm. you could use that kind of weaponology to come in and say okay well we need them to start complying we got everybody else but we need this group yeah. So we're going to go in since we, we don't want to fight them. You know, we just want them to agree and do what we want them to do. Yeah. You know, then you could use a, you know, something of that nature. But oh, yeah. I think it's something that has uh, definitely been used if it's effective and working. There's so many different things that you can see in the news to where it's like, that doesn't make any sense. But if you tied something of that nature into yeah. it, you're like, okay. My, my main, my main thing for saying any of that was just to just, Give, open you, your give mind. you the representation just, of just what representation. it could be. Like, yeah. it, 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 that's how effective it is. If they wanted to use it for something like that, I'm just saying it's possible. Well, I mean, what else that's are they going to use it for? You know, why create this just to be like, oh, I mean, we just wanted to see what we could do. I mean, everything to them Evan. is what can we use it for? <laughs> yeah, Evan's chomping at the bit. I know. He's I know a way to make Texans. No, no, just wait until he goes full step a way to make, Hey, shut up. <laughs> I know a way to make Texans uh, do anything you want them to do. Just say that God did it. All of them would be like, yeah, I swear to God. And it's the truth. Hey, yeah, listen, man, I'm not, I'm not a fan of dogma myself, but you back off them Texans, you son of a bitch. Because we Texans. <laughs> They're the bitch. highest Christians, huh? Yeah, um, I know but you're Texan too, on, so fucking. It's either you root for the home team or get the fuck out of the stadium, bro. Uh, He's not That's in why the stadium. Fuck I, you, I, dude. I Our team is better than yours. <laughs> He's in the Razorbacks, <laughs> bro. We're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get slapped for over celebration in the game of football we play with you because we're gonna fucking start humping the air and shit when we score our touchdowns. Fuck you, dude. We're Texan. Fuck you. I'll be Anyways. I'll be riding my bike and drinking my kombucha. Don't worry. Fucking um, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> the um. I like so kombucha, based around like MK Ultra, MK Delta, I found out. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. I found the hertz frequency of the brain and the weapon usage way more fascinating than truly anything on the subject. The LSD usage in the CIA, the mind control, I, that stuff was kind of like boring. We already fucking know that. But finding out that our brain has several different hertz that it runs at mm -hmm. blows my mind and how oh. the different hertz can be used to benefit and be negative and those sort of things, I found that fucking very cool. I'm like so our cool. brain, oh, our our brain runs at delta, theta, alpha, beta, and gamma. Gamma is mm -hmm. the low range, and then delta is going to be two to four hertz. Theta is four to seven, or just flat out eight. And then alpha is eight to twelve. Beta is sixteen to twenty-five, and then gamma is thirty to fifty. Yeah. So, 
our, our brain is always running at these sort of frequencies that are always going to be out and about, always doing something. And then you have the other spectrum where if you raise these frequencies that's going through your brain and your body up to higher peaks, like 124, all the way up to 1,000, your body has side effects that are so beneficial to you that is like putting a battery pack to your car that's just run out of battery. It's yeah. jump-starting your brain. It's making you stronger, better, happier, faster even. At, yeah. the, at the hertz of 539, it literally repairs your DNA. Your yeah. DNA that has had issues with food, like plastics in your body, it just completely deteriorates it and runs it away. There's studies. There's a place in Arkansas, in Fayetteville, where you can go and get direct energy healing. You can hold this giant crystal orb, and this guy, like, directs where that's going to go on your body, like points at your shoulder, your head, your yeah. whatever, and you can feel, like your muscles relax yeah. and like your heart like calm down and like it, mm-hmm. it's it's bizarre hey t- uh, um, what you just said about it like healing and like healing dna and like physical um issues with your body so i was waiting to tell you this because i was waiting for the podcast so you're about to love this evan so this week at work what i've been doing when i don't have meetings and shit like that and i have to deal with people i brought my other pair of, i have a pair of bluetooth headphones that are like super really good. So it pulls up all layers of, of sound, right? Of, of decibels and everything. I've been li- listening to, and now I had to like, I went through a bunch of different videos until I finally found one that had it on uh, YouTube and then I downloaded it offline. So that way I could get like, without worrying about Wi Fi, uh, like connection fucking it up. I've been listening to on and off at work. I put on my headphones and closed my door to my little dungeon. And I've been listening to extremely high whatever frequency hurts. And the weird thing is when it's high, I some of it I can't hear because you're not supposed, yeah, you're not to, supposed to, hear to hear it. But there is a frequency that intermits in it in this uh, recording I have that uh, I forgot what the specifics are. But the point is the reason I did it is because supposedly it's that. supposed to help you help your body heal. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to see if what I've been doing it all week. I haven't had shoulder pain since Wednesday. I'm gonna need you to send so, that to me. Yeah, I have a kidding. very oh, my real. Shoulder pain went away. I have so, a very real example about it in real life. This this gentleman I know named Dennis. Um, I don't know if I should use his real name, but here we fucking go. I already did. Um, <laughs> Except Danny. Uh, he had prostate cancer, and it was going to kill him. Like it was going to was going to kill him in his ass. And so he went he went to this direct energy doctor, and the guy. Turned it up to like one of the highest frequencies and put it on his prostate, and it. He said it felt as if his abdomen was being like sucked into his like chest, and it was like all his body was like being crushed and a lot of like pain. And then a week later, he went back. He would go back every two days. A week later, he had no cancer. It was just gone. It was gone. He was perfectly fine after doing chemo and tests and all this bullshit. He just did that and it was gone in one week. So. I wanted to mention something because I had heard, um, could have been on another podcast, I don't know, but they were talking about uh, different sound waves, not frequency, but sound waves and the positive and negative effects that they can have on your body. It's the same. One of them Sound was, waves and frequencies are the same. Yeah, because like one of them was like the, the supposed brown note I'm sure you guys have heard about. You know, makes you shoot yourself. Shoot yeah. yourself. But apparently there's these different sound waves and frequencies that 
will have different effects cause like, you know, crazy, you know, headaches and, you know, delusions and just wild things of that nature from just having that frequency constantly playing. Mm -hmm. Um, cause one thing I heard is, uh, several accounts of people who live on or near wind farms. And mm -hmm. so, you know, you have the big, uh, you know, wind farms going and stuff. And because those are giving off a frequency, a lot of people in those areas suffer from like stomach issues, cancer, um, cancer. They suffer from, you know, massive headaches, uh, sleep deprivation, like just all these different problems. So where does that line kind of meet to the positives? Because the way Evan's describing it is like there's ways to where you could be curing cancer with these things, such as the gentleman that you described. Like, again, these things are not used. I mean, you got chemo is still the, you know, biggest, you know, deterrent yeah. against cancer. But something of this nature, you know, it's like stem cells or, you I, know, like this frequency yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, why are... Why is it still not being put into effect if there is positive attributes? You um, know? I'm going to let An That's Evan an easy answer. Question. Yeah, I'm going to let Evan answer that. But after Evan answers, there's something I want to bring up about the uh, what you just brought up about the wind turbines. Okay. Go on, Evan. Uh, so frequencies and sound waves. Frequency is just the measured amount of how many times a wave passes through something. So they are relatively the same concept. Um, the reason why they're not passing it out is because Nikola Tesla... Uh, propagated it and was announcing it to the world and they killed him. They took his technology and hid it away and turned it into a weapon. MK Delta, MK, uh, MK Ultra, all that bullshit, right? Del that's how we have these. Pandora, uh, the works. Yeah. That's how, that's how we have these direct energy weapons as well that um, are using one megahertz to do damage, uh, which is a thousand, which is, I think it's a hundred thousand. I have a measurement pulled up right here. Uh, one megahertz is, what is that number? One million hertz, so that's incredibly fucking powerful. Um, where they say 174 hertz, if you just listen to that on YouTube or Spotify or wherever you can get it, is used to uh, like relieve pain and stress. It's not going to be an immediate yeah. effect, but you do have to use it over and over and over again. And the biggest reason that I could probably explain to you why they're not giving this to public knowledge is because it has been promoted as a sort of hokey pokey yoga hippie bullshit sort of guy like, right like what you, they would call witchcraft back in the day you know yeah that's Absolutely. why you're yep, yep and that's why yuri bezmanov said that they took the things about like they took the whole hippie and bullshit you know guru stuff they took it even the stuff that was actually in it that was real like that was a uh, uh, legitimate hence the meditation which changes frequencies in your brains mm -hmm. they took all of it because most of the guru hippie dippy you know, bullshit. Oh, a good chunk of it's bullshit and fake. But there's chunks of it that are real, hence the meditation, because that has to do with frequencies, all that stuff. They intentionally took it. You know, he talked about how he, they would intentionally take it, package it up as if it's all real, when most of it's bullshit, because they know that the bullshit stuff destabilizes people on a, uh, a logical and, and uh, what's a, a rational level and destabilize you as a, as a culture, hence why they are pushing it so hard. It doesn't matter that there were some things in it that were, that were real because the bad, the, you know, the fake outweighed the real. So they rather push the majority of the fake, you know what I mean, like mm -hmm. overall. Um, but that was what I wanted to inject on that. But I really want to say it, and then I want to move on to Naomi. But Also money. Up, what was that? Also money from uh, 
chemotherapy, drugs, and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical as well. They can't make money off you being healthy. No, they can't. So, um, but the uh, uh, to talk about those wind turbines real quick. And when I lived in Kansas, so I lived in Kansas for like almost six years. And when I was there, just south of my town that I lived in, and I could see it all from the grain elevator I worked at. Hell, most of the time, since Kansas is so fucking flat, as long as you weren't right up in front of a tree that would be blocking your view, you would see, uh, I want to say it's like, th- I want to say it's over a thousand. There was thousand, or actually it's more than a thousand. It was like basically two or three thousand wind turbines just in my area that I could physically see. That's not including right. the other thousands and thousands of wind turbines that are all throughout Kansas when you just drive down Interstate 70. But basically, those wind turbines, you'd see them, right? Where I lived in Kansas, we're not near all crazy cell towers that people supposedly say cause cancer and all this stuff, right? You know, the conspiracy in that. But the cancer rate where I lived was fucking high as shit. So for the percentage of people in this town I live, this this township area, we'll, we'll just I'm gonna lot it all into like four or five townships in the one, right? Because it's this area. We're in the middle of nowhere. Closest real grocery store is almost a two. It was like an hour and a half drive. Talking about really isolated. I was more isolated than you are where you live right now. Yeah. My closest neighbor was ten miles away, or seven miles away. So just to put that for perspective, right? The there was about twenty five hundred people in this township radius right so three or four townships in the one there's about 2500 people live there we had it was like by the time i left there and i realized it like the last year i lived there i would honestly say and this is me being 100 percent truthful almost half of them had cancer we're going through a cancer Damn. treatment shit like that so and guess what it's all around all these people that had cancer they all, I'm not kidding. This is where I first went on. This is where I first started diving into and found MK Ultra, like in, in depth, and then found, and, you know, because this, you know, that was when I first learned of MK Delta because I had been looking into it because I was like, something about this ain't right. Cause I have like, you know, that conspiracy mindset already. So it didn't take much to get me to start looking into shit. And that's where I first came across MK Delta. And that, and it had to do with like frequencies, uh, uh, all that stuff. But the people who had cancer, so we're talking basically twelve over a thousand people out of twenty five hundred over a thousand people had cancer, and multiple people in their family had cancer. All of those families all had wind turbines on their property, majority of them, or they lived right next to one where the threshold yeah, within, probably within ended. some kind of range. Yeah, and all of them had fucking cancer. All of them. I'm talking about legitimate bad cancer. We're not talking about like early onset, like early stage where you could catch like it. Terminal. And, and... It was. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. There was variations in, in ages or did it seem like it was affecting them more when they got older being there long term? Cause I mean, you were yeah. there for, you said mm-hmm. almost six years. Most of the people, I, th- I think the youngest person I knew, I knew of, like I said, I didn't know every a thousand right. of their personal shit, but out of all those people, the youngest person that if I'm correct, that I remember, Maybe 20, maybe 20. And they had terminal cancer? Uh, or I well, don't know I'm, if it was terminal, but they had pretty, was it all different pretty accelerated, pretty accelerated. Yeah, it was uh, most, the only cancers that I knew of that people were having were, um, uh, it's technically, it's a tumor mm-hmm. in the brain, but it's a cancerous tumor. So it has cancer all over 
the tumor basically uh, uh, generates in your body. It turns right. regular the cells. The tumor is not benign. It's yeah. The tumor yeah. is was causing uh, your healthy cells to become cancerous cells. Right. That it was touching, and as the more as the tumor expanded, the more cancer cells it was producing from its expansion. Oh, dude, it's wild. So there's tumors. I know that it had to do with the brain, and um, um, your. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it's not lung cancer, but your organs and like your around your heart, the cancer that forms around your heart. Mm-hmm. I forgot what that's called. That's where it all was happening. It was your brain and organs. Never in the heart, which all of them were avid smokers. So it smokers. was like your organs were, you know, deteriorating. So mm-hmm. like my, my question kind of was like, you know, in the six years that you were there, did you personally notice any kind of like change in your overall health? Because I mean, I've known you for a long time oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. you've always been a very healthy individual. I mean, you smoked and did things like that, but you were always active, healthy, you know, um, weren't getting sick all the time, you know, things of that nature. Did you notice changes in your physical? I have, I have openly stated it numerous times that ever since I lived in Kansas, about two years in, I started having severe, um, headaches. And then that was honestly attributed to the fact that I worked in a grain industry dust to get up there and it broke into my sinuses and shit. Oh, that's a for a topic of a different time. But I started having issues. Uh, I started having massive joint problems. I had neck problems. Uh, and when I say neck, I'm not saying like the middle of my neck. I'm talking about like at the base of my skull started hurting all the time, like just to rotate my head. Oh, just like random stiffness and uh, pain. Oh, oh, constantly. And at first I was like, oh, it's because I'm getting old. But I wasn't old time. I was in my mid 20s. Yeah. Like early 20s, technically. So it was just like. I had a lot of issues going on. Oh, I have one where, and I, I hate to bring up my testicles, um, but we thought I no, had no, cancer. You don't. I no, you don't. Say. No, you don't. <laughs> no, no, you don't. You do not hate it at all. This, all is, right, this well, is your most preferred favorite topic. Thank you. I have huge nuts. Um, so It'll be on your tombstone. Ben's yeah. nuts lie here. <laughs> so my... But that's all. I, the body's gone. We thought that I had cancer. <laughs> they thought I had cancer. When I was they there, were so I, big? I was like five years in. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I mean, yeah, they were big, bro. Um, no, what happened was is that one day when I was at work, I woke up that morning, had a little bit of pain, didn't think much about it because it's not like anything looked different, you know? And then I was at work. I'd only been at work for like a few hours, and I had been sitting watching grain move through the cupping system. And then all of a sudden, I went to go stand up, and I, I had – I it hurt too much to stand and then I couldn't sit back down. It hurt too much to sit. And all of a sudden I realized I was like, why is it, you know how like sometimes, you know, for a dude, your junk gets uncomfortable and you need to move it. Like it's in the wrong spot, you know? Yeah. It felt like that continuously all of a sudden, the moment I stood up, I went to adjust and I was like, something feels wrong physically down there. That's pressing on my leg. And my left nut had swollen. My left nut had swollen. So swollen. It was almost the size of a grapefruit. Not kidding. So I was just a little bit bigger than normal. Oh or... my god! Just a little... <laughs> <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> Got him. But yeah, no, I ended up going. To, I went to the emergency room, and then they actually, um, I barely made it to the emergency room because I it hurt to even sit. I, it was so hard to drive, and then so they ended up care flighting me out to uh, I think it was uh, Salina, and they care flighted me out there. And they did a son. They, ba- they literally did a sonogram on my nuts yeah. to look for. Uh, 
It's badass. Were you pregnant? I can say I've had that happen. To look for <laughs> a, a, anomalies and like things that have formed, like cancerous things, you know, like maybe yeah. a tumor, things like that. And uh, and they were also worried that like it got tangled or my nut got rotated because that would cause so that what did it end up being? Nothing. They just couldn't just find it. Backed up. They couldn't find anything. <laughs> well, you know, the thing was that they couldn't find anything, but what they surmised it to was that I had some type of, you know, when you get sick and you have like a sinus infection, your lymph nodes in your neck yeah, are Yeah, you probably got like a UTI my, type thing or something. They said my lymph node down in my, my pelvis uh, on the left side was extremely swollen, which is an indicator of an infection. But they didn't know what. They even like went ahead and gave me like STD testing. I was clean. Like they couldn't find anything. And they did sonogram, they did test. This went on for like three fucking days. I was, I literally Good stayed Lord. at the hospital. Yeah, I literally stayed at the hospital for three days because they were super worried. They were like, this might be a particular type of testicular cancer. Right. But in order to find that, we have to do this specialized testing because it's not just, you know, because there's different layers, uh, types of testicular cancer. So they did all of them, found nothing. Um, so they just summed it up to your being a little bitch or? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I figured. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I can't say much to that because, like I say, I've had my own experience with, you know, that kind of pain. Oh, and... Yeah, so anyways, we should move on to Naomi. Go for it. Um, you ready, Evan? You good with that? Yeah, 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 I'm great with that. I'm just obsessed with the hertz frequencies in people's bodies and how it can heal you and also how they, instead of putting it out to the public about the hertz being able to heal you, they decided to make it a fucking weapon and kill people with it. Blows my mind. And so when you say that they literally just change that same Hertz frequency to cause a negative impact versus the positive healing impact, or, mm -hmm. or is it a different frequency itself? And like, so it would just, it would, it would be a different frequency. It'd be lower, much like, uh, the windmills, uh, they put out a lower frequency, much like if you listen to like EDM or dubstep, those heavy bass frequencies, those yeah, lower, like slower woo, ones. Woo, woo kind yes. Of thing. Yeah. Yes. Those are the ones that are going to cause damage to you and not make you feel the, your best, if you will. Which is what could relate to people living near these wind farms having such negative effects. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. And people wanted to take drugs listening to these things. Whenever you go to a EDM rave, you're like, all right, and now I'm craving some fucking e some candy to make myself go crazy. Sorry, gentlemen, if my eyes are bouncing all over the place, I'm on a lot of caffeine. I'm just fucking jippy-jippy <laughs> over we here. We all know it's meth. Um, um, anyways, uh, let's go ahead and jump in Naomi because I want to wrap or at least get this done. Cause this one actually has stuff and I want to not to get stuck. And then we have a four hour podcast again. Um, so project Naomi, let's get into this. So the, let's just, I'm going to talk about the origins just brief. So after the inception and everything of MK ultra, um, that started in 1953, um, this basically, sorry, I was choking on my words there. Um, you know, the whole thing was like, you know, mind control techniques, stuff like that, whatever. But the thing is that where Project Naomi comes into place and how that became out of it, um, it basically revolved around development of biological and chemical agents to, for use in covert, covert operations. And, you know, this is uh, this would include things from like... Uh, incapacitating type agents, toxins, uh, other substances that could be deployed silently without a trace. Um, and, you know, and then the full extent of the biological and chemical warfare part of it, um, and, you know, that research, even including, like, 
what types of agents explored and intended effects, like without like the lethality of it, um, incapacitation, um, behavior modification, and then you know even uh, delivery mechanisms like aerosols, food, and water contamination. Um, now the one of the with me saying that about that, this is also tied into Plum Island. Just so you know, Evan. Yes, it is. I do a know that. A lot of uh, a good chunk of the research in one of the declassified documents I came across literally talked about Plum Island, where they had sent in like basically specific requests and different cocktails, and had them do it in a controlled environment on victims that were. And this then this right here just proves even more about Plum Island because we did an episode where we stated that they were kidnapping people. And taking people mm-hmm. who, against their will into this place, into this mm-hmm. facility on this fucking island, and doing horrible experiments on them to see what kind of biological warfare agents they could create and what it would do to the human fucking body. And this right here, Project Naomi's declassified documents, specifically talks about Plum Island and specifically talks about the uh, how – because in Project Naomi, everything they were doing, there was no consent. They were taking people and doing it. Americans, like American citizens, average average day people, me, you, children. They were doing it as young as seven fucking years old. That was the youngest child that was documented that they did it to. And this just yeah, there was a. Sorry, I was just trying to say this proves (laughs) that Plum Island, when we did that episode, and they tried to say that, oh, we don't know, it's all conspiracy. No, this right here, this is the proof. This is the proof. There's documents, but you just have to know where you're looking, and it may be under a different do- uh, a project, and not under uh, Plum Island. You know, when you try to search for it, this proves that. So we know for a fact that Plum Island is doing it to American citizens, experimenting on people. Anyways, wanted to really push that because a lot of people try to say it's all conspiracy. It's like no, there's a paper trail. Anyways. Yeah, in Project, in Project Naomi, it's, it does specifically mention Plum Island, but it also specifically mentions the name of the head scientist who did it, who was affiliated with Plum Island as a Nazi scientist taken away from World War One, named Eric Traub. It's the same exact scientist who was all a part of Plum Island's um, CDC experiments and uh, bio- biological animal testing. He's all over Project Naomi about biological weapons in Plum Island. So... The fact that these two are sort of conjoined really speaks volume about the messed up stuff that they're doing at this test center that is now located in Manhattan, Kansas. So uh, kudos to the American government on that one right there, huh? They really (laughs) fucked that one up. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, you know, when it comes to um, everything about Naomi, you know, the, the... these are all a lot of stuff that they do. Like, so Naomi supposedly is no longer in existence now. It's under a different. There's a different project. It's just like MK Ultra. It's when just it got found out, to change, they yeah. just start a new fucking project, and they move all the shit to that one. Now it's just a different project. Hence, uh, uh, if it was called Project Monarch, that's what is going on today. I don't remember if it was Monarch or called something else. We talked about that earlier. But same with Delta. Delta is probably under a different fucking project naming guys today. Right. Um, or it could all be under one main project with like sub, you know, compartmentalized, you know, it all could be under Project Monarch now, for all we know, if that's what it, it's called. It's, it, it's not, it's not going to be under a project. It's just going to be called the DOD or the CIA. It's not going to be under a project. It's just well, going to be they're called. They're keeping this off the table now. 
this is all off the table the now. Department of the de Department of Defense, and then Central Intelligence Agency. It's not, of course, it's off the table. That it's the organization. They are doing this. They're not going to give it a name, a project well, to put people on. There's the reason why, doing it. The reason I'm saying it's off the table is because now, since things are coming out and coming to light. And, and people are more aware now and people have access to things and people are leaking. There's more whistleblowers happening. The reason I say that is because massive sections of the CIA, uh, it, it, let's say it's CIA is the one who's doing it right now, which more than likely it's them or it's the NSA or it's the fucking FBI. Who fucking cares what uh, uh, you know organization umbrella it's under? The thing is that those organizations have black book projects that most of them don't even know about. So even if let's say that it was known about, there are still people who are in the CIA and FBI who are good people like you and me who went in there, you know, morally for a cause of like, Hey, I want to make a difference. I want to do this. And so that's why they keep it off the books. So even if it's being run by the CIA, well, it's not really being run by the CIA at that point. I mean, it is, but at the same time, it's not, it's completely off the books where people, there's no approval or, or or saying like yes we approve this or we disapprove this there's not there's just some fucking it's just it's no different than the UFO UAP where we have these black book projects that aren't even like a part of the government where they do that shit you know when it comes to aliens and UFOs same well, I mean, they're gonna have this. contractors that they yeah. you know sub out to do that work but at the same but you time what I mean, I'm saying? just like do you, you guys said get with what the, I'm saying yeah yeah but just like what you said with the information that is coming out in regards to these the documents the whistleblowers and things of that nature i mean you're talking about uh, agencies such as the cia who's realistically in control of whatever they want to be in control of you know so i mean they're going to be the ones who decide what information we yep. get and they're going to be the ones who get it twisted to get people to say i mean they could tell us the truth they could produce documents that tell us absolutely everything a hundred percent and we would still not believe it because it's coming from them so i yeah. mean when you look at the documents that come out whether it's redacted or you know unclassified or it's a whistleblower i mean you have no idea who that person is i mean we're just sitting here talking about frequency waves that can alter someone's mind i mean you could do the same thing to these individuals and make them look crazy yeah and you know what really terrifies me and and i'm gonna bring it up because they talked about this you know naomi or are you wanting to say something evan yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to get your yeah. attention. Um, Sorry, I, I didn't see since, you on the monitor. You got to just since we're like, yo, I want to say something, bitch. I'm, 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 since I'm upset we're with on, you. Well, shut the fuck up. So since Thank we're you. on the topic of uh, MK Ultra and MK and Naomi and MK Delta, I was reading over the document for MK Ultra, I think, two days ago, and I found that they changed the name of it in 1964 because it is a plain as day in the CIA.gov uh, document. Um, oh, nice. It says in 1964, the project was renamed to MKSEARCII. So CRCII. They CRC? plainly stated. Huh? You're talking about CRC? SEARCII. Yeah, CRC. Like C is like SEA, yeah. say the, the, like, is it the C, like the ocean. And then you say R as if it's its own name. So CRC and then CII was yeah, C CRCII. Sorry, yeah. I, the only reason I say that is because I came across a deal um, or, or someone search mentioned with two eyes no H. Yeah, someone mentioned uh, something called Project CRC. So I don't know if they're the same thing or not, but if that's how it's spelled, it makes sense if they pronounced it right. CRC or something. Yeah, I have it pulled up right here. The CIA was also stream, interested. 
Just put it in the screen. It's on my, it's on my, it's on my other computer. <laughs> oh, well, you suck. <laughs> that makes no sense. I can like, here, it. let me show you a glowing fucking screen. <laughs> no, I was just going to fucking read it to you, you dunce. Oh, okay, okay. You're good. You don't have to put it in the stream. You're good. Yeah, now I'm going to email it to myself and I'm pulling no, up. No, I don't want to put it in the stream. No, wait on me. Um, so, here we go. I'm going to pick it up and read it again. Yeah. So the, the CAA was also interested in being able to manipulate foreign leaders with such techniques and would later invent several schemes to drug Fidel Castro. Experiments were often conducted without the subject's knowledge or consent. In some cases, academic researchers began funding through grants from CAA, CAA front organizations were unaware that their work was being used for these purposes. In 1964, the project was renamed MK Searcy. Project attempted to produce a perfect truth drug for use in interrogation suspected Soviet spies during the Cold War. So, once they changed the name, they kept doing it. So, yeah. uh, if you look up anything for MK Circe or Sir Psy, whatever you want to call it, uh, you really can't find anything on DuckDuckGo, Google, Microsoft, you name it. Yeah. There's no I real. I did come across a uh, project. Documents. Yeah, I did come across a project. Um, how you were talking about how they changed the name back in the, you 60. said it was you said it was sixty three, right? Sixty four. Oh my bad, it's on. It was on you. You said sixty three, <laughs> right? The sixty four. Sixty four. So there's other projects that I've come across, and I don't, I don't, I don't have proof to say like, hey, they're related because I didn't quite, I didn't see evidence that I would consider as being you know, true evidence, like it's irrefutable fact, you know. Um, but I came across a project called Project Stargazer. Um, I've heard of that. Yeah, and apparently it was the reason it exists, supposedly, from what I read, was because of the work done in MK MKUltra um, project, mainly Project Pandora, um, due to the frequency thing, right? Um, and apparently they used that for um, uh, uh, cosmic communication of uh, like, and we're talking about not just caught across the, you know, space. I'm talking about across space and different layers of space within our cosmos. So like different dimensional, like trying to communicate with different dimensions that would be out in space, you know, in the same reflection in the mirror right. type thing. Like, so we're in this realm of this dimension. You look in the mirror, you know, metaphorically speaking, you see a reflection. That's another dimension. Looks just like ours. We're all in the same place. The Earth is in the exact same place in the solar system. All that stuff, and supposedly are using it to communicate with other variations of our of our reality, where it's like you're getting to talk to, you know, if your name's John Smith and you look. So it's like walking into a house of mirrors. Yes, but you're talking. Yeah. But they're all separate entities of people. They just they're other versions of you in a different dimension, supposedly, and they use is yeah. Is that what you experienced whenever you did the isolation chamber and you said that you were able to experience other beings? Is that what you think you experienced? Um, I wouldn't say it was... Uh, no, I think I did, but I don't think it was other versions of me. Like I was seeing another dimension of a, of a mirror of us, right? Um, where the other version of me is his own person and we're not related. In any way like our thoughts our brains are separate no i don't I, I i never came across anyone that was my reflection in that regard like a doppelganger 
I experience what would be just other dimensions of reality of civilizations and other people and other living beings on a different plane of existence that were not our reflection, not whatever. They're their own entity. So it was like, um, it could, did it kind of feel like you were astral projected to yeah, like another, another, Dim it's called dimension another, walking. Yeah. Right. But I mean, you're essentially, you're going to walk into another world, you know? Um, and they didn't, one of them did not like I was there. I remember that. Now, just to so give they could pick up on your presence immediately. They did once I started becoming curious, and I tried to move around the weird metaphorical platform. How long do you think on. the whole process happened that you experienced it? Oh, we were only in there for an hour. So in and an it, hour, to me though, in that hour, I had when I woke up, I thought I had lived lifetimes. I was so, exhausted. I thought I had been alive for thousands of years. Okay. I, I thought I so it's kind of yeah. like a, a DMT trip where it's like you're gone yes, for 10 minutes, but then, you know, yes. to you, you were gone for. Yes, it's actually very closely related to DMT, because okay. what happens is that if the elements are just right in a de true deprivation tank and all of your senses and you are, are balanced. So mm -hmm. the only like I've been the deprivation tank now three times. Only one time did I have that experience. The other two didn't have shit. Well, see, I've, I've, I've never been in a deprivation tank. It's always something that's curious. Like, what, what are they doing inside of there that's causing well, you to... It's, it's, so what's happening is that when you're in there, you get your physical sense taken away. Because I've heard you, you feel weightless. You are weightless. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're definitely weightless. You, it's if gravity doesn't It's like exist. you're in, like, salt water, like that it's kind a, of feeling where yeah, you're just floating. It's a salt solution that you don't even have to try to float. It's not like you know when well, you're dead. Well, I mean, man in floating. salt water, if there's enough salt, you're not you're not going to yeah. try. Well, it's you're a, just going to do it. Yeah, it's a particular mixture, but right. basically just to, eighty. It's eighty pounds of salt. Yeah. Um, it so was eighty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but basically, float. You. It's like as if uh, you were a spirit. Right. You know, that's the only I describe floating in that tank. And then if you get still enough and you actually relax. You, your body adjusts to the temperature of the liquid and you don't feel the water anymore. That's what happened to me. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even feel it because I was that still and that relaxed and that zoned in because I also had theta waves and delta waves because I asked the lady to do alternate both. So Instead that was kind of like what Evan was talking about yes. before. Like now that you're introducing these wave frequencies in... Mm -hmm. You know, that can be where that mind altering really yes. takes hold. And then the effect of you floating, you know, having that absolute weightlessness. It also changes the frequency of your brain when you get into that meditative like state. So you're free. So you have your own frequency. And when you get in that meditative state, the free, your, since you're meditating it act, your frequency starts to change. And if you get into a true meditational type state, your frequency fully changes. And then that, if your frequency changes, like the earth has its own frequency, you have your own frequency, I have a frequency that's slightly different than yours, and so right. does Evan with himself. So it's just like when that happens, it opens all those doors to where now your vibration and frequency you're at is matching something else out there. It could be in a different dimension. Yeah, dude, my, fre my, my frequency is at 69. Hell yeah, dude. That's it. That's my favorite. 69 <laughs> that's it. reversed. Like 96 baby i like 69ing like a twizzler because every once in a while you force them down to your butthole and then they go what the hell and then you fart 
No, I think me and Evan both have the same. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm fucking with you. Um, <laughs> look at that disappointed stepdad. Um, God, with the mustache, it creeps me out even more. That's it right there. That's right there. That that You're... could be that could be a '90s sitcom of you know the typical. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, you do seeing that pose and everything. It makes me feel like you're 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 like giving me a look like I've been waiting all week to fuck your mom, and you had to act <laughs> like this tonight. And you're and you're still not in bed. Hell no, I'm not, bitch. <laughs> um, but no. Anyways, uh, moving on from Deborah and saying basically, just to answer your question, you get your physical sense cut off, visuals, your your eyes, you lose all sight. Right. It's true. It's true. Pitch blackness. You can put your eye, your hands right in front of your eyes. You're not going to see them. And then also on top of that, you have earplugs. You put those in, and the theta waves and delta waves go through the earplugs because it's. A particular frequency so it doesn't matter if you have them plugged in but it, you remove all of the other audio senses so you don't have uh because i only had the sound waves playing for like the first 10 minutes after that it was i had them you know i had them they had given me the option to have them turn off and i did and then i was in all my senses were removed from me and that's when you had the experience i was already having them with the theta and delta waves that were happening intermittently i was getting crazy visuals um so it feels you know, so i mean i guess for me or for me then, i guess it sounds like the combination of when they introduced those waves yeah. is kind of what allowed you to send off into there but yeah 100 percent. um anyways so just to uh, uh you have anything else you want to say before i just finish up the rest of naomi who me no and you know i got lots of things to say uh, but nothing that has to relate to MK Naomi. So thank you all for listening to the Smartly Uneducated Podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe and follow us on all the platforms that you follow and listen to shit on. Check it out, bitch. That's it. Yeah, bitch. And if your name's Jerry, go fuck yourself. We don't do deal with Jerry's here. Unless you're like not that same Jerry, but I'm going to lot you all into that same. We have a Jerry. So just to give uh, Mr. J some context here, we had a guy get on. No, you were there when I made the comment. Remember my my mom was losing was. the sailors. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever since then, we've identified. I provided him. that beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful he was there. Line. He was there when that happened because I was there. I, that's what I told him to respond. Yeah, he helped craft that <laughs> message. It was great. But no, we ever since then we have uh, pretty much gone out of our way to say fuck you, Jerry, and you know all the time. So fuck you, Jerry. Fuck you, um, Jerry. I even said fuck you, Jerry, on. The interview episode we did last week with Greg Vesna, the CEO and chairman of Hydrofuel. And I made sure to throw that in there. And he was all for it, too. Oh, he was a cool guy. He was very funny. He was a cool guy. That's awesome. He was very funny. Um, but with all that being said, so just to wrap up Naomi here, you know, since a lot of the stuff is redacted and, and taken away, but with Naomi and its biological warfare, it is, uh, uh, you know, obviously if it's renamed something else now or whatever, um, it doesn't matter. It's still going, and that's what they're utilizing for everything from espionage-level type things all the way down to cultural warfare. Um, they're utilizing it in ways, uh, you know, uh, across all spectrums. And it's, you know, you would like to think like, oh, hey, we're the ones doing it, like, we don't have to worry about it happening to us. It's like, no, you better be fucking worried because that plays into things like the whole narrative of the things they put in our water 
Um, well, the fact that they the pump thing fluoride that... in there and they say this and they say that, saying like, oh, well, it's healthy. No, we've already proven that ingesting fluoride, even that miniature amount, is cancerous. Well, I mean, plastic phthalates, and, uh, I mean, oh, yeah. all of those things are impactful oh, yeah. to our health, you know, and yeah. we don't consider it. But, like, I mean, even I lost my train of thought, but what Evan was referring to earlier, um, um, trying to remember what I was going with there and I lost it. Um, and, um, them putting stuff in the food and water supply. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a, along those lines of what he was, you know, talking about with just how some of these things just correspond with one another and how they're connected. I mean, uh, you talk about Yuri Bezmenov, you know, I mean, and thinking that only the CIA is the one doing this to people. But I mean, if you look at things that are going on and how things have been impacted, I mean, Russia and China could easily be doing the same thing to us that, you know, we're talking about our own government doing. I mean, if they were talking about this in the 80s and it was already well in effect at that point and they already were utilizing this technology, it's not far-fetched to assume that they have their own intermingling of sharing intelligence and different ways to control your people. They've you know, been, I mean, every yeah. government, every government, whether it's a dictatorship or a bureaucracy or a democracy or any of those things, like, are all in the same mindset at this point in time of how to control your populace, mm -hmm. how to make them follow That's the suit. ultimate goal, right? Yeah. That's I the mean, ultimate goal. You don't want your, you don't want your people having an uprising, a civil war to take over your country. So how are you going to keep them satiated? How are you going to keep them scared? How are you going to keep them complacent? Yeah. Well, I also and keep them usually, reliant. Yeah. You know? Keep them on drugs. Yeah. Keep them on drugs and keep them reliant on you to be their provider. I mean, I, I love to say it. My wife probably, you know, ears hurt every time I talk about it. But I mean, all of these things that you see have happened recently to me remind me of trial runs. I mean, COVID was like a yep. perfect trial run. You know, we say, of, say that word. We, we say, say that word. We say that word. Pandemic. The we, pandemic. That way we don't get, a... well, it's already too late, dude. We're already in the algorithm now. <laughs> Second time. Well, hey, you didn't give me a list of things I wasn't allowed to say because our society <laughs> is sensitive. <laughs> well, no, it's not about that. It's it's the the yeah. I know they have algorithms that will cut certain companies. things to, you know. I, I get that. I next time provide me a list, man. Oh, I have yeah, none. Absolutely, I have none to give. I like making big fuck ups like this. It's what makes us unique. I'll, I'll provide the list next time. Don't worry. But I, I, I do really think that that's uh, all of those things. Hey, I that match they my do background. Are, are big. I match my wall. Right. <laughs> but they all, Whoa. they're all a trial, you know? I Where's mean, the commissioner? You got to see how these people react, you yeah. know? What are they going to do in this situation? They all become self-reliant on their government to take care of them. We'll do whatever you say at that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, 100%. And so did just, you, do, do you know who Sidney Gottlieb is? Sidney Gottlieb? Yeah. That's uh she, uh, or it's a, it's he. a, it's a he. he. I know. I kept, I always, I misgendered. That person last time. I mean, you might have just misgendered him uh, by he calling him a know. he. He doesn't know. Why don't you go ahead and enlighten him? Because you just asked. Uh, him. He was an eight, he died at eighty years old. He was born nineteen eighteen. He died in nineteen ninety nine. He was the head of the CIA from nineteen fifty to nineteen sixty. Um, he is known specifically for Project MK Ultra and the death or tr or attempted death of Frank Olson, uh, the guy who was in the movie LSD A Go Go. Um, Frank attempted to kill himself af after being dosed with LSD covertly by Sidney Gottlieb in a uh, a building in Maryland. Maryland? Maryland. Maryland. Um, 
Yeah. So uh, at a meeting in rural Maryland, he was dosed with LSD by his colleague and friend, Sidney Gottlieb, head of the CIA MFK Ultra program. This, yeah. He then plunged to his death from the window of the Hotel Statler in New York. It was like so this 13 man, floors, wasn't it? Yes. And he yes, was just yes. in his underwear, just like just on his back, just bleeding out. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. You got I heard that about down. This. Yeah. So I didn't know his name, but yeah, I do know exactly what you're talking about in that situation because I heard another one that's very similar to that, and it was one of the um, oh god, I don't, I don't know if he was one of the scientists, but he worked for the CIA on these projects, and they all had a big party with all the scientists and everybody, and they dosed them all with LSD, mm -hmm. and it was to see who was going to comply and who was going to kind of be like, Hey, I don't like this so that they could wean those people out. And this gentleman was one of those guys who was like, no, I don't agree with this. You did it against my will. I went away from it. They like forcibly convinced him that he wasn't allowed to leave. And then within like a couple weeks, he was dead. Damn. Just a couple weeks. He was dead. Just miraculously died of like a heart attack or something crazy, you know, but this guy was you know, very much so trying to get away. And because of what he knew, they were like, Nope. And they dosed everybody yeah. just to simply see who was going to, you know, freak out and who was going to be like, Oh, okay. We do this to people all the time. No big deal. Yeah. I won't, I want to yeah. say, um, just input something about the whole, um, being able to mind control people and, and do this influence and brainwashing. So people need to understand that, to the listeners out there, whatever, there is enough evidence, and it's not just to suggest. It basically is making it basically a fact, given what we know from Pandora to MKUltra, Delta, Naomi, all of them in this umbrella, is the fact that they have the capability of utilizing, since they've been able to cross-platform this into a technology, right? And, you know, like these microwave guns, things like that, of, of that nature, that... It's not just influencing you. Um, there are documents that even speak specifically on the fact that they make your conscious mind shut off. And it's your subconscious is the only one that's in control. And they are directly controlling your subconscious because they're able to manipulate it. So you mm -hmm. on a conscious mind, like if you look at some of these people who um, there's a few shootings that happened over the past 20 years mm -hmm. um, where some of these individuals whenever they were interviewed and you would see this, you know, the, they would do the, the mental health analysis of these people. Some of them were like, I don't know. It was like I had tunnel vision. It was like, I could see, I don't know why I, I did it, but I did. There are literally cases of that where like, and in the, these professionals, where they're that, aware, but not in control. Yeah. It's like, they're yeah. like, I, I don't, it was like, I, it was like they, they, you know, one, some of the, a good, the common theme between them was that they knew what they were doing. They knew, yeah, but they didn't know why. Their subconscious was being controlled. That's what I'm trying to get at. Right. So, I'm not saying every shooting is because well, of that. But I'm just saying that there are cases that that the, these that things could all be line yeah. up to where it's like, okay, we know this from these documents here, where it's actually on a declassified or declassified leak document that got re-put out, right? Um, and then these occurrences that go hand in hand with that type of narrative so all i'm saying is that well and and it's it's happening it's happening well and following up with that as well is like i read 
uh, I read and then I watched this uh, podcast about it, but it was talking about um, the different facilities in which, you know, the CIA, MK Ultra, all of that was running out of the different hospitals, uh, university, medical labs, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And it was a compilation of all the families of the victims who were forever changed because of these studies that were done on them unknowingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like some of them saying like, you know, a uh, guy who's, you know, has a good job. He is a great dad. He takes care of his family. He's loving, he's sweet, he's kind. And then he started going to this, you know, doctor over here. Mm-hmm. And then everything about him completely changed. He was violent. He was aggressive. He became an alcoholic, you know, uh, became abusive towards his family. And the family was talking about, uh, they had all like abandoned him. They had left this man, you know, everything about him changed. They weren't sure what caused it. And then like a decade after his death, uh, it came to light that where he was being treated at this facility was a CIA run facility. And that this is where they were doing those dosings and testings. And so the family was trying to sue the facility and it was just a big all-out war. Like, you can find this. It's not that hard to pull up. Well, was there a title to it? Um, I'd have to pull it. The podcast that I, I first heard about it that caused me to go research it was on The Y Files, where they were talking um, about it. Um, I know you've mentioned that podcast. I love The Y Files. It's yeah. A great. Yeah, it's a great podcast. And they were talking about these different victims and the things um, that, like I say, they were exposed to unknowing. And how, like I say, this gentleman, his family, his wife, his kids all stopped talking to him and it wasn't until after his death that they found out that it wasn't his fault it wasn't like he just flipped a switch and just decided to start beating his kids and being aggressive and doing these things like it was because of this they had changed and manipulated and then they found all these different uh families who had the same tellings of a member in their family who was treated at the same location and had the exact same experience the same people were just saying yeah that everything about them changed they could have been the sweetest, yeah. nicest, like very active in sports and things of that nature. And then as soon as they were treated there, and yeah. a lot of times they would hold them there for a couple days, mm-hmm. you know, and have them there and doing these dosing them over and over again. And then they would just send them out and release them back home. And these people were not the same person. It was like a different person consumed yeah. their dad or their mom or their, you know, whatever's body. And they were just, you oh, know. Yeah. And it was yeah. amazing. Like I say, um, I, I, it would take me a minute to pull it up on my phone, but you could definitely pull this up and you could know the facilities that I'm talking about. Um, they're all over. Yeah, They're all over in universities and hospitals. Like they were these medical lab research facilities that were just owned and operated by the CIA inside of these public, you know, hospitals or universities yeah. and things of that nature. I, I'd like to, um, that's dude that, well, Sorry, the uni- I, the I don't, Unabomber's I don't even want one. to give input because I, I'm just, I'm still processing. But like so. the Unabomber was one. He was, he was yeah. a regular MK visitor yeah. to, yeah, we know the, that. to the same one uh, that Charles Manson yeah, was going we, to. We, That's, we specifically talked right. about him in not crazy detail, but we brought up details but, that a lot of people didn't know that were documented about him in MK Ultra files that were leaked. Yeah, I mean, and, and the yeah. funny thing is, is like what he, you know, the what the Unabomber did, you know, what he was after, what his uh, reasons for was like after technology and the Internet, like it was going to be an ultimate downfall. And here we are, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's like the guy was knowing of information that was mm-hmm. going to happen in the future. 
because he already had a line into it. He could yeah. already see what was going on. I'd like to say one thing, um, uh, Evan. So Hello. I, obviously we're we're pretty much done with Naomi Delta. There's not really to talk about. Like we we covered it. Unfortunately, like there's a little bit more information on Naomi, but when it came to Delta, there's you know Delta was definitely more limited. It's still limited on Naomi as well. It's very limited, but at least there's some form of leaked paper trail due to the nature of what that project is. There was more shit because, you know, had to do with biological warfare. And there's a lot of yeah. people who are proponents for whistleblowing that more than the other aspect. Cause some people don't believe in psychology. Even people who are in high places don't even like, you know, believe the research of psychology. So I get why the window is much smaller. But just to talk on Naomi and and. I've been coming up with a conspiracy, and I hate to say I'm coming up with a conspiracy, but I, I while researching these things, and you're gonna get, a, you're gonna have an interest in this, Evan, um, because this is something me and you have talked about. That me and you have talked about having a topic about it, um, but I'm not gonna say specifically details on some of it, just because I'm still formulating it because I've been digging into it. But I have, I've come across from doing the research on all these different projects, a relation between especially Naomi and its biological warfare of what it does to like how they would utilize that in different facets. Um, and one of them that I'm, I'm, I'm going to state right now that I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm not at all. In fact, I think vaccines were created for a good reason. My own relative of mine was in the iron lung due to polio. You know, but the polio vaccine was a great fucking thing to happen, you know, but there have been there's evidence and true documents and people just need in any pro vaccination person who's in on the extreme end. Um, just do your go research this. I'm not making it. It's real, especially it happened in the early 90s and, and you know, in Congress and all that stuff where people were finding that their children who were getting vaccinated you know, um, there was adverse side effects that were making them become mentally handicapped. That's a whole other thing. I'm not going to go Are into detail Are you talking about that. mentally handicapped or like autistic? Autistic and other areas. Okay, so not, not just, just autism. Not just the autism spectrum, yes. but so other facets That's too. already common knowledge, and I'm not going to go crazy in that because I don't want YouTube to be like, hey, you're spreading misinformation, because, even when it's not. Right. But what I'm getting at is the fact that the, that narrative, right, with uh, some form of vaccine, the the con thing I'm diving into right now with the conspiracy side is that some of the vaccines that have come out since and, and how they lock things together and then you can't even see what's in the vaccine. You're not allowed to look into it. It's a federal fucking crime because of the laws they passed. So I've noticed that there are people due to a family member of my own um because of how his brain worked, you know him very well, and I'm not going to say his name or reference who how he's related to me. He's just a family, you know, some former family member. He was uh, very uh, all over the place, unpredictable, um, compulsive. Yeah, very. You know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. And I'll know. tell you off off camera, Evan. But I think I know. So one thing I found out, and this is uh, I'm just connecting dots. Did Evan ever know him? No. Oh, you lucky bastard. Yeah, you're lucky. Um, anyways, so basically, I found out that one particular relative of mine, family member, before they had this 
child, because it was their child, um, actually got uh, given a, a, a litany of vaccinations, vaccinations, um, whenever he was uh, um, in the womb. And all of a sudden, out of everyone in my family, you know, my family tree. He's You're saying the, this individual was given those or his offspring? The the mother was given these uh, vaccinations. Right, but you were talking about the individual the and then you mentioned his child. So sorry, so, no, sorry. I'm talking about the mother. Okay. The mother, when she, he was in the womb. The individual, not his child. Yeah, not okay. yeah, there's no his child. I'm well, just, actually, you had mentioned his kid, so I was confused. It is confused. a dude. It is a guy who I'm referring to, but I'm saying when he was in the right, womb. I got you. I got you. I'm, yeah, his mother was given, apparently, according from what I was told from another family member who said it in very great detail of the things because he knew he was there for it. Apparently, she got given a bunch of uh, different um, forms of vaccinations and other uh, new vaccinations that weren't even um, mainstream yet. So not time. just like normal flu and And this is back nature. in the 80s. Yep. And so when this person was, when he was born, ever since he was able to start walking and talking, he was on a different plane of existence when it came to how he perceived the world and his compuls uh, compulsiveness and like all this wild shit. And so that right there, knowing that and then a couple other things and doing this research, I started looking into other children, uh, or not even just children, but people who had children while they were in the womb who got given some form of drugs and, and vaccines, whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter. And there's, I just a, have a, quick question. there's a common relation. They all act and behave like my family member. Well, the one question that I have to ask is when you say that they were given a vaccine in the womb, you're talking about direct to the baby or no, the, no, mother no. The, mother, given, the mother was given and then it was fed through because of that? Yeah, sorry. No, so, the mother okay. was given while. Yeah, because I mean, my yeah. wife, she was pregnant just a couple of years ago. Um, and of course, they when she goes into her appointment, you know, I remember being there and they were like, OK, well, you need to do your, you know, flu vaccine and you know, of course, they wanted to give the pandemic vaccine. Um, and then uh, I, I think there was like another one. I can't remember what it was. Uh, but like all pregnant women, when they go in, I think during their like second trimester is when they want to give them vaccines. Uh, my wife only agreed to do the flu vaccine um, at the time. But that was my curiosity is like, yeah. you know, if you knew what some of those vaccines were at the time that they would have given to the mom while being pregnant you know that would be aside from the normal flu or something of that nature that they would be given yeah. out now in the 80s it's different you know well, in the 80s it might just be like yeah we're gonna give you a whole I bunch have, of drugs make sure you get a pack have, of cigarettes on the way yeah. out you know well the next thing i was gonna add to this conspiracy of why i'm still digging into it is the fact that i'll use my own personal um experience when one of my children was freshly born, we were in the hospital. This is not made up. This is real. When one of my kids was born in the hospital, they had only been in the world we live in physically themselves for maybe an hour, an hour, if that. And all of a sudden we had a individual come in. I went to the bathroom and while my child's mother was, you know, just giving birth, was in, yeah, locked up in her bed, yeah. all this stuff. I come back from the bathroom. This guy's standing there, 
trying to get her to sign a form for him to be able to give my newborn child three different vaccinations. You don't give a fresh newborn child a bunch of vaccinations. No, it's usually, a, like, you know, a yeah. few weeks, month later, and whatever so it is. And so I was like, no, you're not giving him any vaccines right now. He's not even old enough. He was just fucking born. Like, I knew enough about vaccines. I had done enough research at the time that I knew any normal doctor mm -hmm. would say no. And this is so let me explain. So I I was like, no, whatever. And he was trying to push me on it. And I said, you come near like and I caused the scene in the hospital. Right. Um, which they threatened to remove me because I said I told the guy to his face because he kept saying like, no, you like saying I have to. I said, you come near my son with that any needle or any form of, of trying to inject him or give that stuff to him when he's only an literally an hour old, I'm going to fuck you up. Like, and I would not leave my, I literally stayed with my son yeah. while he was in the little thing. You know how they take him away to clean him and stuff. I literally stayed there and watched him like a hawk, like to make sure that I'm this so guy glad tried I had to great it. experiences with all but, of my kids. being yeah. born. <laughs> well, this guy tried to force it. Well, whenever they tried to remove, they were potentially about to remove me. And they were asking, you know, trying to find out what was going on. There was one doctor who came over, and he was the doctor because he was the one who delivered the baby, you know, yeah. you know, my son. And I, you know, he asked what was going on, and I said to him, I said, hey, um, this is what's happening. This guy's trying to force three different shots into my kid who's only an hour old, and I know that's not right. And I already told him no, and he's basically trying to tell me I have to do it. And the doctor goes, who? Like, completely confused by it yeah so and and yeah and so that's why i didn't get removed and in fact you know it caused the whole thing this hey, is hi yeah hi. hey there she is she's right off camera, camera. there she are <laughs> uh, we're no come back you look like a blueberry You're they were talking about uh, uh how vaccines are bad no, I'm not. I'm not saying vaccines are bad. So, but here's a I'm question saying that I, I was have. just formulating a conspiracy that potentially they're pushing. Take me off camera, you dunce. So, no, you want it on there. So, but here's a question I do have in regards to the vaccine thing, though, is like, I know there's a lot of conspiracies about vaccines causing, um, you know, like autism or, you know, mental changes and things of that nature. Um, some people have said, oh, I had a normal kid. Growth, all that stuff, yeah. Well, I mean, I've heard some people say, like, they had a normal kid who went through the normal process of vaccines. And then at some point when they got, like, the last round, all of a sudden, you know, this kid just had a complete, like, switch, you know, and it was different. Um, there's actually a comedian I love to listen to, and he has a son who's autistic, and he talks about that. And he's like, I'm not saying it is that. But at the same time, things lined up. But if you if you follow the, I guess, the lines of saying, yes, a vaccine is what could cause this to occur. Why is it so intermittent as to who might have those effects? Because I've been vaccinated, you know, yeah. I mean, my whole life, my parents never questioned if a doctor wanted to stick me with a needle. Oh, you're it was a, a doctor. Well, but I mean, you got to think of our parents whenever it was that time. Oh, if a yeah, doctor yeah, yeah. says, you. hey, you need to take these. I mean, it's the same thing with how you could manipulate a vaccine to become negative. It could start with the, you know, good, proper morals of we just want to save as many lives as possible from having to suffer. And then someone else could come along and say, well, I could use this to my advantage and it doesn't have to be uh -oh. everyone, but <clears throat> I could go through and manipulate 
a portion or well, a that's variety what I'm trying to get at. and alter the uh, you know chemical compound in this, and then you have a select few. Yeah. What would be the purpose? You know, what would be the purpose of, of just to see, just to see what experimentation happens? on how they can administer on to a, a large, large populace, populace. Yeah. yeah, and see what the effects are going to be. Yep, that would oh, be no. biological that, warfare, bro. How do you think they do it? This episode is going to be uh, sort of uh, age restricted, isn't it? But with Fuck that being yeah, said. We did a bunch of research on DARPA and how they created vaccines to literally manipulate your brain yep. Yep. back in 2006. So, Thank you. I was um, about to it, bring that up. I wouldn't put it past them to be in line with DARPA and Pfizer because DARPA, in the document we read, literally, it was a Fuck medical Pfizer. document. They worked together to create this vaccine to make you feel as if you have limbs again with artificial limbs. So I wouldn't put it past them to be using this to keep everybody in an MK Ultra sort of mindset of um, government good, if other thinking bad, yeah. you know, yeah. so. And just to add to what I'm going to go back said, to my food she brought me. Good. Hey, just to add to what you said, Evan, about DARPA, how you brought that up, because you brought up, and I'm glad you did because I, I was going to say all that, but there's one little detail I wanted to add is that in the DARPA stuff, and this is all public. You can go look at it. It's on DARPA's website, official fucking website, where they talk about one of the things they're doing where they, they uh, inject essentially. They don't call it nanobites. They call it something else. Uh, I forgot what they call it. They don't call it nanobites. With some kind though. of microorganism. Yeah, micro microchip Ooh. artificial intelligence that they can control. And then it also knows how to operate on its own. Like well, that was the big thing decisions. that people well, like to call the conspiracy well, about well, the pandemic well, vaccine. Hear, hear me out. Mm -hmm. So the, it's public. It's it's real. They, it's all documented on DARPA where they have done it with moths and other insects and animals where they put a micro, micro, microchip inside these things. And then they also and then use a uh, inject it with <clears> these, uh, we'll just say nanobytes for conversation's sake that allow them to control it remotely and it's a live living moth they literally fly the moth around a room like with a controller and it's a living moth everything about it it's not a mechanical <coughs> thing it's not like they made a robot no it well i mean no they turned some... a moth into an rpg yeah um, <laughs> i but yeah I, I read that document as well i can contest yeah, that well is, the, uh, that's what i'm trying to get at so that plays into everything we're talking about right now right if they were going to do dude. that with Leave me alone. potentially vaccines and all that shit they could do it like they they said that they it's documented they can do it more than just a moth they can do it with larger entities mammals um even yeah, i mean i think they it just depends on how it, what mammal though well i mean i mean it's kind of like all these crazy things that you see them coming out with nowadays with the ai with the microchip in your head from you know musk and you know just all these different ways to where they they sell it as it's going to enhance your you know, it's going to enhance your viewing capabilities, your connectability, you know, you're not going to need to speak and you're going to know when someone's lying and blah, 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 that goes mm -hmm. into these things. They try to sell it like it's a great, wonderful thing. Like just dive into the AI world, just dive into a microchip in your head, just dive into all of this. Yeah. I'm sorry, Evan's, Evan's cracking me up over here. I know. Um, but... Oh, look at him. <laughs> With the, the mustache, that's creepy as shit. Anyways, but continue. all of those, all of those things combined, it's like, 
you get labeled a conspiracy theorist if you try to focus or bring or shed light onto the negative effects of what this could be. Yeah. You know, okay, well, I'm going to just give up my control of myself or, you know, whatever it is, because I want to have a great connectable experience with someone else, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm having a great connectable experience with you two individuals. It's called penis and butts. What? Whoa, dude. Is it what, what in the butt? You want to put it in my butt? In my butt? Now, that is a reference only 90 kids will understand. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. You got the mustache to go with the feature, too. Christ, I, I say like a one quick sentence and the camera gets stuck on me for a minute. Hell yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, but no, I, I get what you're saying, man. Um, I will say this, though. We are going to wrap up the podcast, though, um, mainly because we started late and... It's getting, hella late. Late. Yeah, it's getting late and i know you got a two-hour drive yeah um which i'm glad i got a 10 second though. walk it was very nice i appreciate it i yeah. was looking forward to you being on um i enjoy it every time you need to be on again soon yeah. um and mainly because the, the, i mean there's a litany of topics we always want to talk about yeah i talked to you about one that just piqued my interest just because i've been yeah diving into it a little bit so. yeah so just to clarify to people just so i can uh, close that out so people don't get the wrong impression the conspiracy i was talking about it like i said it's a conspiracy i'm not saying that i'm saying like oh this is happening when i talked about the vaccines and i'm not trying to say vaccines are a problem i don't think all vaccines are bad i'm i'm all for vaccines i mean i have some of my my kids have gotten vaccines i'm just particular about when they get it and i do my research on that vaccine especially if it's like a new version of it or or you know cocktail that they've decided to create to perfect it quote unquote so uh, always try to do your research and even then the research is very limited because the pharmaceutical companies that create the vaccines literally and then this is a law and it's a fact everyone can look it up this is the irrefutable fact they do not have to release the data well and that's vaccines. why i so that's why i won't move and even when they the, do they any can vaccines choose. with my kids at this time and even if they choose to release it they're not being held to by law saying like, hey, you have to release all the real, all the data. No, it, it, they are allowed to choose what they give you. So they can so literally make up something. The way that I you. look at this is if I go buy a box of cereal at the grocery store, they have to have a list of contents and ingredients mm -hmm. that went into making that box of cereal. You know, whether it's things that I want to put in my body or not, I get to have that choice to see it for myself and make that determination. If a drug that you're going to put into my body and just tell me, don't worry, it's good for you. And you're going to leave it at that and not tell me what this drug composed of or any research or anything to help give me that comfortability factor of saying, yes, yeah, stick a needle in my arm. Like I, I won't do it. I won't do it to my kids. If I'm not willing to put something into my body, I'm not going to put it in front of my children and say, yeah, you're fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just, I don't agree with that. You know, I mean yeah. that if you have that kind of secret, you have something to hide. Oh yeah. You oh know? yeah. I mean, I mean, beer alone tells you that it's going to cause illnesses. So the fact that beer and other things like that, cigarettes, they tell you that they're going to harm you, but they don't, Put the ingredients of these vaccines on public display is very concerning. I am right there with you, Casey. I'm, yeah. a, I'm yep. right there with you. And also just to play on what you just said, Evan, just to throw it in there, 
on the opposite side of the spectrum, when something's actually has lots of positives for you, they do misinformation. The camera's on still on me, Ben. I know. I was trying to let people see you because you were hiding down, you know, with your mustachio eating. Um, but no, just to add to what you were saying, just on the opposite side of the spectrum, when you have something that's actually really good for you and has lots of benefits for people who are sick and, and have illnesses and stuff like that, like marijuana and the positive effects of using medicinal marijuana treatment for people who are sick there for a long time they said how marijuana was the worst thing in the fucking world for the longest fucking time how it's so bad for you and then also that um well it was an advertisement know. ploy i mean yeah, it, it was, was a guy who owned pine tree farms and <laughs> was yeah. losing money you know yeah but... so they'll run misinformation campaigns right. and we already know that um misinformation campaigns against um things that are actually have lots of benefits uh for you so and I'm not saying that weed is overall amazing for you. No, you're still inhaling smoke. But the fact of in the past 30 years, you can get the THC extracted and used in medicinal treatment, and it does wonders for you. Yes. Well, like, it's all misinformation but that's bullshit. But that's the same response of anything in excess can have a negative factor to it. You know, yeah. I mean, if you sit here and drink yeah. too much water too quickly, negative effect, you know, but yet you need it to survive, you know. So, I yeah. mean, all of those things play a key role anything that you consume too much of i mean yep. it can have positive attributes yep. and negative but but uh yeah uh, i agree and you know what when it comes to water did you know there was a guy who actually drowned without actually inhaling water did you know about that yeah he laid in it for too long right no he drank too much water so that too actually fast. happened on a radio show. That was the frat boy, right? That yeah, was also on a frat. Fred no, did it too. Oh, I don't remember who. I don't know the details of the person. I just remember coming across I know which was, one he's talking about. Yeah, but he the drank same too much thing, water. But the same thing happened on a radio show like 20 years ago where they had a challenge to have someone come on. And if they could like uh, chug a gallon of water and finish it, they got some prize or whatever. And this person came on and did it and literally drowned themselves by drinking too much water. They gave yep. themselves water poisoning is what it's called. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Their cells. It's water intoxication. Too, yep. Their cells became too inflated with water. Yeah. And their brain. Hyperhydration. Yeah. Their, their brain swelled because the tissue got was too full of water to absorb water and it caused swelling. Yeah, it's in the like brain water intoxication, I think, is the term that they it calls use. deliriousness and yeah. everything because you your brain's swelling and shit. And so, yeah, that's what I mean, though. Anything in excess like that is going to have a negative. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, unless, heroin, unless it's sex, well, unless it's sex. Well, so dude, we, well, but back in the well, day, dude, heroin, I, cocaine, all of those things were used as, you know, medicinal purpose, you know? Yeah, I don't we know about you, them. but instead of coffee, I've been taking the polio vaccine every morning, dude, and I'm fucking going, dog. I'm, I'm putting <laughs> it up with the uh, hepatitis C vaccine, dog. I'm rocking and rolling over here, and baby. what people can't see on camera with Evan right now is that just off to the left there. This just cut out. What? He's just cut out. What do you mean? I can't hear through the headphones. I'm not talking. No, what I can't hear Ben. Can I can hear, hear Evan. Oh. Can you hear me now? I can I hear Ben just now. fine. Oh, that oh. was weird. Like oh. I said, I could hear I could hear Evan just fine, but I for whatever reason. You oh, you have. just lost audio. Um, but no. Uh, fuck. Oh, yeah. So the, just to the left of Evan there, there at the white spot. Evan was just Evan. Can you point there again, real quick for the audience? So right there, you can't see it, but they have a new version of the iron lung, and it, but it's the opposite. So he doesn't have polio, but due to the over-vaccination of the same vaccine, had detrimental effects on his body, and it, it's a hose and tube system that's going right up his urethra, and it goes right up and it intertwines into his essential organs, and right now it's pumping. He has a noise. I, I sent him a nice little present. 
He has a noise canceling setup right now, so you can't hear the going on in the background. It runs off of old modems from 1994, so you have the dial-up connection happening. And look at that De Niro face. Holy shit. I didn't know you could dial up a dick. Oh, that's not De Niro. That's... <laughs> you can dial up a dick. Yeah. It's well, I guess in 2024, you can dial up whatever you want. Yeah, there's shit. <laughs> but I guess that wraps up the, the episode. I think we're done. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. You're welcome, man. I'm glad you were on. It was a blast. Yeah. Always, have to, always glad to have you here, buddy. Always fun time to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we will see you guys later and catch you next time. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>